Hey there, this is Kelvin and you're tuned into the Hinted Neuron Podcast. On today's episode, you hear me talk with Kotti. She creates video content and she's a YouTuber, although she doesn't like to be addressed as a content creator. But yeah, we talked about creativity in Nigeria. We talked about how where she started from, where she is now and future for her in the space. She's a really nice and amazing person. She's a smart human being and I kind of wish she had more time to talk. So if you like this podcast, please leave a review with five stars on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. Also share this episode. If you have any questions, comments or concerns, please don't forget to contact me on Instagram or Twitter at Hinted Neuron. And now here's my conversation with Kotti. I'm here with Kotti. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Hi. I've never really been on my podcast. I've been on one show, but I've, I've never got to hear the final thing, so as good as I haven't been on one yet. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's amazing. Hopefully, this one will definitely make it to production. Oh, and- yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I'm actually excited that we're doing this down because, um, I mean... I would allow you to introduce yourself formally, but I don't know if there's anybody who doesn't know you. Because he's like kind of a big person now. So yeah, just introduce yourself for people that might have not heard of you and what you do and your niche and everything about you in maybe just a few minutes. My name is Koti. I'm a pastor. Um, I, <laughs> um, yeah, I own a church somewhere. Somewhere in Lagos, um, people come to my church, you know, sometimes to pray, sometimes to sleep. That's what I do. <laughs> well, that was hilarious. I'm just joking. I don't really know what I do. I make videos. <laughs> I make videos. Because this girl that makes videos and puts them online for people to watch, basically. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I when when I told people that I'm going to be having you on this show, they were pretty, pretty excited. They were like, when is it going to drop? They were telling me, they were telling me, oh, because when, when I when I just told a few people on like in my own circle, they were like, Oh wow, that's nice. Interesting. Now, when are you interviewing her? So I mean, they didn't know that I've actually not done the interview and we're doing it now. So one of the things that they they wanted to know. Actually, this is going to be my so, so you told me before you even did the interview. What if we didn't eventually do the interview? I mean, okay, even like it was going to happen, that's fair, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, sure, definitely. Okay. So one of the things that they wanted to know was, what was it like to be caught in? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> It means if I could stop my life with cut his own, what would I experience? Ah, you'll be so confused. <laughs> Confusion will finish your life. Cause <laughs> I don't even know. I'm just I'm just like okay, wait, let me let me let me think. So also I'm very bad at I'm not a very coherent person, so like my words they're very um I don't know how to talk without not making sense without you know saying yeah without saying rubbish. Um so I'm just gonna try. So what did you ask me again? Sorry. What did it like the to question, be question Yeah, um, what is it like to be caught in? 
I so I wouldn't know now because like it's my life. So it's other people that will tell me what that. Well, like my own life personally is very like normal. I don't know what normal is. It's very. It's just there. I'm actually a very very boring person to be honest. Like I'm extremely boring. Um, it was. I don't think people know the extent, but I'm actually really boring. I don't do anything. I think- I, I think I think you are trying to play humble here. Yeah. Cutting word from was it three k to twenty nine k or some twenty five point nine right right now on YouTube. I Definitely mean, not a boring person. That doesn't. How does that mean I'm not a boring person? <laughs> like that doesn't equate to I mean, me being a not boring person. From from outside from outside perspective, like from an outsider, if seeing your growth and seeing that people want to listen to you, people want to listen to what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I'm not boring. Mm. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I mean, uh, it, well, maybe to other people, I'm not boring, but you ask what cut is like. So to me, I'm a boring person. So, um, yeah. If other people think I'm not boring, that's cool. So then maybe I don't, but like to me, I'm sure like, um, I'm very, yeah, I'm just there, man. Like, I don't know. Maybe when I have a phone, sure. When I have money, um, I will know who I really am. You know, money brings out the real you. you yeah, know? definitely, I guess. Yeah, I'll know who I am for real, for real. Yeah. Maybe if I see somebody on the road and they say, hey, God, see, I'll just slap them with 100K. Take, take, take. Don't be shouting too much. Yeah, so that was a question they asked me to tell you, mm-hmm. and you've given your response. So now back to me. Let me tell you a bit of maybe a little backstory about how I got to discover Cutty. Yeah, no, tell me. That was I, I, because I'm um I'm, I'm I'm also a boring person. I use YouTube to relax, so it I means when I'm not working. Okay, okay, so you are you are doing a boring person now since you not believe that I'm a boring. Because I I mostly don't do anything. Someone asked me what I do for fun, and it took me five minutes to think about it, and I could still not give any reply. And I just said YouTube. Um, but you could give a reply. If it's me, I don't. I would say work. I don't know. I don't do anything. You know. So. I mostly walk, and when I'm not walking, and maybe I just want to chill, I, I could either be reading or be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I, I YouTube kept recommending me this video about a girl who made, no, a girl who is homeless at, mm-hmm. I know, jobless at 22, right? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, ah, what is my own business in this one now? I entered YouTube the next day. YouTube recommended me that same video. <laughs> <laughs> So I was on YouTube another day. The one I now finally saw was where Cotty said she was, um, and she dated a stranger for like one week. Mm-hmm. I think that was, that was the video, right? Yeah. You, that day you did with this guy that you said you dated the stranger for like one week. Yeah, and yeah. I watched it. I was like, cool vibe, cool vibe, cool vibe. <laughs> so I, I now, so from that cool vibe, I said, okay, let me now click on the channel now. So it was now this video of you. I think the one that was, because, you know, you could set the featured video on YouTube. Yeah. It was this one where you said you had, you almost won $50,000. Yeah. yeah. So I watched it. I was like, oh, wow, cool. This is nice. This girl can talk. She's, so I, I, that, that, so that, that, I, 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 I regretted 
even going to YouTube that day because I I I binge watched your whole not all but like almost half of your videos. I watched everything. I was like, wow, man! If I don't have this girl on my podcast, I've messed up. That was what was inside my mind when I was seeing all the. How long have you been running your podcast? For I think June, July now, right? Yeah, June, July last year. Oh, okay, that was not very long. Yeah, so I. I, I, you know, I, I kept watching, kept watching, and like I need to have Cutty on my podcast. So that that is how because um, I actually had a lot of other people planned. I just said, okay, maybe let me have Cutty by the new year. Mm-hmm. That, you, I, you know, I messaged you around sometime first week of January. Yeah. So yeah, that was how I found you, and I and I found that like you you were talking about some really interesting things. And one of the things that caught my interest, especially from the one about almost winning $50,000 was the part you were talking about creativity. So, and that is like, because I, I want to talk about creativity in Nigeria, you know, that niche, how the space is like, because even when you said about being uh, the struggles of even paying money to even make a video. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about that. And because I never really understood that when you said people actually pay money to just shoot scenes. Uh-huh. And, what do you <laughs> your free space. Why do you, why do you I, do? I stay in Abuja, but right now I'm in Ife. Oh, okay. I do Ife. I schooled oh. in Ife, so I just like chill here because, like, after schooling. Fair enough. I mean, I guess Abuja is Abuja is calmer than, let's say, Lagos, for example. Um, if you want to, obviously, like, there are places where, like, you can film and. Nobody will notice you or nobody will care about what you're doing. But for example, if I wanted to, okay, for example, if you watch most of these um, YouTube videos where, for example, uh, Mr. Beast or something, where they do like outrageous stuff, like they can run into a shop or a mall and do like crazy shit and just like, you know, if you want, if you walk into a mall, for example, with like, let's say, a lot of camera equipment. Um, I say, oh, you want to film some, like, you can't even just do that, first of all. You have to, you know, go through a long line of people that would bill you and ask you for money for this and that because, or maybe not even allow you at the end of the day. Um, So those type of things can, it can kill your energy now. Like, if you have to, if you, okay, if one, it's like, you want to create something, but you need money to create this thing. But you don't have money in the first place. So how are you going to create it? Right? But obviously there like alternatives, there are things that you can do, um that that you can do um as uh, how do I explain this? Like there are things you can do without needing money. There are ways you can, you know make compromises but like you shouldn't have to make those like this is a free world right nobody owns the entire world so like you shouldn't have to it shouldn't be so hard to just like want to create something without money like it shouldn't be that hard because that's the only way you can actually make more money if you keep putting out stuff but if you don't have money to if you need money to start something um, and you can't start because you don't have money. How will you put that stuff? How will people know about you? How would, how would um, you know? So basically, like, while money might not, it's, it's easier now because there are less um, complicated ways of, you know, 
creating your art and doing your stuff. You can film on your laptop, you can film on your phone. Um, so now you can create on your phone. Like you can make stuff that are so quality and still get people's attention if you know the right things to do. Um, yeah, so that's, that's that. But I don't have a lot to say anymore. I'll just keep rambling. Tell me, tell me because I, I know a lot of people will be interested in because like how maybe your own creation journey started. When did you, when did you, is it like when, maybe it's two questions. When did you know you want to start making videos or when you actually started making videos? Um, I think I'm going to have to sit down and actually think of these things and write answers down so that I know how to answer questions when people ask me because I don't even know um, let me see. So I started in, I, I lose track of years very easily, but when I was in Ibadan on Snapchat, I used to just film stuff on Snapchat, like random stuff, like I'll film my hand or I'll film the sky or something. So yeah, I used to make videos on Snapchat at the time. Um, like, like very basic videos. Like I, I, I could film my hand or film like grass or a plant or just random stuff. And people would say, ah, this is nice. This is so nice. And maybe put music um, from my phone and then people say I really seem to like it. Um, and then I... I don't even know how, like, I also used to play with, like, Snapchat, um, those that, uh, what's those things called? They have these emoji things that were, like, 3D. So I used mm-hmm. to play with those things, and I used to make stuff that were pretty nice. People just actually liked it, sure. And I did not really know why. Um, so I kept making them, and... I downloaded some editing apps on my phone because at the time I think I didn't have a laptop that was I didn't have a sensible laptop shop. So I was editing on my phone. And uh, it was actually not it was nice. Like just learning how to use certain things. Um, I didn't know, I didn't obviously know that, oh, I want, because at the time I was doing design, graphic design, and I was very sure it was design I wanted to do, even though I was also, I really wanted to learn to code. So I was trying to study computer science, which I eventually got to study, and then I hated coding. Um, so, by the way, if anybody wants to code, don't go and study computer science if you want to code, go and learn it on your own. They'll kill your dreams. So, at least don't study it in Nigeria if you can't go out of school. If you are going to study computer science in Nigeria because you want to learn school, you are joking. They will destroy your life and kill your dreams. So, yeah, I'll learn it on your own. You are better off that way. So, as I was saying, yeah, I was on Snapchat and I was um, basically, I don't know, just making stuff and I kept making stuff and like people used to really view my stories on Snapchat at that time and then 
I think afterwards, um, I don't even know. I don't know how, like, the transition, I've lost track, but I don't know how the transition happened. So then I started to post videos on Instagram too, and people liked it a lot more, and I was making more. And at the same time, I was working at a company, so I was, like, learning to make videos there and also, like, learning for the company and learning for myself, basically. Um, yeah, and, I mean, I guess that's how I found myself. I didn't, it wasn't, I know for a fact that when I was much younger, I really loved music videos. Like, I used to watch a lot of music videos because my brother was obsessed with music. So we used to, um, like, so we weren't really allowed to watch, um, like MC music channels at the time, like Channel O or MTV Base. Yeah, yeah. We weren't allowed because I guess we're too young or whatever. But my brother would sneak and watch <laughs> my brother around, and I would watch with him. And I used to really like the music videos, and I I used to like I would listen to his song, and I would basically see a video in my head for the song, like just narrate something in my head according to what's happening in the song. And I tell my brother that, you know, I really want to make music videos. But after a while, I don't know, Sha, that music video, P, I don't really know if it's really my, I don't really know if it's like mm-hmm. my thing. Because while I've tried it, um, I also feel like maybe it's just not time yet. Because um, it felt like I was trying to rush myself into going to make music videos. And at this point, music videos don't even seem like um, my goal like long term like I'm not I don't really care for it I, when I just thought okay well this is easy money if I make one video make a few millions make more than one make more millions why not but to be honest like my ultimate goal like practical goal would be to to build like a, a build build I don't want to say company something I don't know what it is um that has all the that has people that have raw talents. You know, there's like raw talent and there's talents that yeah, yeah, built on or grown, you know, worked on by yourself over the years. So like raw talents, people that don't even know that they have the talents for something and groom each other over time to build something big enough to put like a build like make productions um by ourselves. Um, and all that, but it's a very slow process. I'm not rushing it. Um, I don't really rush anything, to be very honest. Um, so yeah, I would like to do that. Um, and there's there's one more, and maybe you know make you know um, proper movies and all that stuff. There's one more thing I would like to do, but I'm not going to say sure when I'm when I know when I know it's properly. I'll say it. <laughs> you don't want to spill all the juice on this podcast. <laughs> Is it juice? <laughs> so I said, um, it's ironic that you said that because I, I'm a software engineer now okay. and I studied chemistry <laughs> because the thing you talked about, people not studying computer science, if what they want to do with their life is code. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I just did the podcast by the side. You work at a company or you work at I, I used to work at companies, but like I've left now. I, I kind of do freelance. I'm, um, I hope to like get on that company to work for this, um, this year. I think freelance is better for the kind of person I am. Interesting. 
Do you enjoy your work? Would I enjoy my work very well? It's like what I feel like I should be doing in my life. Okay. So you enjoy it? Yeah, definitely. Okay, that's good. I'm guessing when you graduated from computer science, okay. what university? I'm not mentioning my university. I don't talk about it. Did okay, you know sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so when you graduated from computer science, you left Ibadan to Lagos. And yeah. you worked at Zikoko. That was like your first job for content, right? Yeah, it was. It was. But was it when you started? Was it? Did you do that before graphics? No, no, no. So I was designing in school. I was mm-hmm. a graphic designer in school, in university, and in secondary school. Um. So Zikoko came on my like when I was about to graduate. They reached mm-hmm. out to me because they had seen some of my videos on Instagram. But they weren't really sure what it is they wanted me to do. So if they should said, I should come, if we'll talk. Because they were just starting up again. Um, yeah. yeah, so we talked and I, I started off as a writer. And I was writing for a few few months. And what I really told them is videos I want to make sure. Um, yeah, and that was it basically. In, in that video, you also talked about not being a writer at all, but like you just had to like do it as a job that you were not even a writer. Yeah, but now I'm learning to like write more. I'm trying to write more these days because I think it's necessary to for me to know how to write if I want to tell stories properly. Yeah, and then after Zikoko, you went to Empire. Did you go to Empire because pay was better or like you got tired of Zikoko? Both of them. Um, the pay was like times five or times four or something. It was a lot more than I would yeah. get after the cocoa. Um, and I mean, Mr. Izzy reached out to me, said he liked my work. It is easy. See, obviously, like I was like, at the time when I'm just, I was even taking, I was applying, I was trying to apply for other things and like taking offers from other people, but nothing really. I wanted something that would give me some freedom and a job with Empower Africa would be like remote. So mm. yeah, that was really I really needed that shot. It was just it was just perfect timing to be honest. Um it was perfect timing. And I I left my power and I was doing work in my house. From my house. What was it like? What was it like working with Mr. Izzy? I mean, why don't you ask me what it was like working with my old boss? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was okay. It was I don't know. He's a very driven person. Um he's very driven. He wants to he just wants to do and do and do and that's the kind of energy you need to Yeah, and to I, I feel stuff. And I feel that vision of because Empire's vision of getting talents and making like putting them under one roof like empire is like it's like that piggybacks like your own idea piggybacks on what empire is it doing is right really yeah. no man it's not <laughs> um maybe i just don't know how to explain what i'm trying to do yet sure, but no it's very it's it's very it's not like that at all um, when I when I have this stuff figured out, I would talk about it. 
Well, now you brought up the question. Why didn't I ask you why? What your old boss was like? <laughs> what was he like? You didn't ask me how my boss at Goku was like, but you're asking me how Mr. Easy is like. <laughs> it's probably because I know Mr. Easy as someone in a power, and I never even knew me because I don't know who. who I'm just, like, I, I just, don't know anybody else. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so. What, so are you asking me what my old boss was like? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. So his name is Tomoa Aladekomo. Um, he was very... Um, he's a patient person. He's a very patient person. And he's, he's actually one of the most strategic people I know. He's very smart. Like, he knows the right people to have doing the right things. And that's something that is very important if you are, I think it's very important at least if you are trying to build something. If you, if you rush into hiring people, if you rush into trying to get people to work with you, you might be productive because, you know, you are pushing them and, you know, you are trying, you are just doing what you need to do. But in the long run, like long term, if you don't hire people who love what they do, wholeheartedly. We don't hire people who see who see the company as who love the company. Right? Or who love the idea you're trying to build. Um, then your company can feel very easy. Um, so he, he knew exactly who, he knew when to let people go. He knew exactly who to let go. He knew who to keep. He knew who to put in certain positions. And, you know, he knew how, some, he knew when to be like hard on you. He knew when to be, um, calm. He knew when to let you do your thing. It's just like knowing what to do. <laughs> um, and I think basically what being like a leader is, it's a lot of responsibility, but it's also, if, if it's something you enjoy, if it's something that comes natural to you, it wouldn't feel like so much of a responsibility. So, yes, he was a very um, interesting person. Yeah, that, that's really interesting. I like the way you define him. Then props to Tomiwa. <laughs> but but then you transition from Zikoko to Empower and then from Empower to joblessness, basically, <laughs> to, put it, to put it slightly. So what was the debate like in your head when you decided to quit? Um, so I've been thinking about it for a very, very, very long time. Like a really long time. Thinking of quitting for a while. Um, and I, I wasn't very sure. I mean, obviously, I, don't just, I wouldn't just wake up in my and say, oh, yes, I'm quitting. I can do this thing. Nope. I was very confused for a long time for a various, for, for a good number of reasons. Um, but it's reasons that like anyone would think of if you're about to quit, like, am I making the right choice? What happens if I fail this and that, this and that? There are still thoughts I have like once in a while, but I think because now I have more time to try new things and I, I keep that in mind that look, this is just just imagine and think of this as a very experimental phase of your life. This entire year will be experimentation. You are not going to get it right. Chances you will get it right this year are very low. Um, and that's fine. Just 
you know, keep thinking of it as experiments. Um, you, yeah, that's basically what makes me feel less stupid when I feel like, oh, I make, I made the wrong decision. Um, so yeah, I think I think that that was really interesting about you just sitting down and trying to make up your mind because for me. I, I, I've also been through all these kind of phases before. Should I quit this? Should I? I've had few jobs before. I've done freelancing, step back into a job again, go back to freelancing, or just saying, okay, I need to take time off of everything and work on what I want to work on, my own, my own project and what I want to bring to life. But most times I feel like, oh, I could do everything together. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I would break down. I, I think yeah. it's always that, it's, it's always been hard for me because. I've always had this, is it, would I call it ego? Mm. This ego of feeling I could combine everything mm. that, okay, I'm, maybe I'm a Superman or something. I, I could still do everything I want to do. And, and I like, because it's a tough choice, especially when you're creating in Nigeria and especially when you decide to be independent in like in a way, because you probably have bills to pay and. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to leave this job. I'm going to leave all this money on the table. And then I'm going to like go into one place and work on my own stuff. I think it's always been hard. And it's one of the things I talked about with some other guy who also, who is a creator as well and about creating in Nigeria. <clears throat> but it's always been yeah. a tough choice. But I, I'm, I'm glad that you made that choice and then you stay see like, it's not working for you now. I don't know your private life, but like for what people might see outside, oh yeah, Kutsi is shining. That's what they will say. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I don't think it was bad. I don't think I'm suffering or anything. I think I'm actually mm. in a pretty decent place. I just, again, know that um, it is not going, when I had a job, it's not as if it was smooth or true. It's not as if my life was great. So, <laughs> Um, it is not going to be smooth altered. So, yeah. Um, I'm not really scared of anything. I just know that sometimes I have doubts and I remove the doubts by, you know, breaking things down, weighing my options and everything. So if people see me and think, oh, she's chilling, that's fine. As long as when they see me in real life, they, you know, they don't expect me to look like I'm chilling. Yeah, yeah. So there are some things you talked about in a certain video you posted, and there were things that I, I was also interested about. I was I was interested in, and I wanted to expand on it on this podcast. First of all, is the main fact that you said most times Nigerians we don't really hype up our own stuff, you know, until a foreigner picks on it or, or until a foreigner starts appreciating it that we don't hype up our own stuff. And you talked about that, and it resonated with me because it's something I've observed majorly in Nigeria. I want you to talk about um, maybe the top process, <laughs> top processes in your head, why you felt you, why you felt that way. Why I, why I feel like Nigerians don't support Nigerians? Yeah, sure, definitely. Um, so, um, when I started off on Instagram, um, at the time I used to make videos like how I'll make a video to somebody's song. So I could make a video to, let's say, Rema's song, for example. Actually, I made one video to Rema's song at the time. And they literally took... Actually, no, I'm not saying this. Let's, let's do it outside. I don't want to 
it's like bringing something that already died back because they already apologized and all of that. Actually, don't worry, I'll say it. So, um, they, I made this, I made a video. They, I think people, obviously, people on my side were tagging Rema a lot. Um, well, I guess I, I assume they didn't see it. Um, and then, like some days later, Rema posted a video that was basically like the exact replica of the video I had made. Right, like basically copy and paste. Um, and then I went on my Instagram story and I was like, you know what, this thing doesn't make sense, right? Um, and I basically just said all of that. And people on my Instagram went there to say, basically went on that Rema's um, post. And they were basically saying, this is my work, this is Scottish work, you guys are thieves, blah, 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 blah. And then they were like, at least, even if you're not going to use her own work, which doesn't even make sense, um, at least credit her for, you know, they just credit her for using her idea or something of the sort. Definitely. And then um, they they didn't they didn't respond for like a few days. But when they saw that the comments didn't stop and people literally did not stop saying this is Curtis' video, they now added like my name underneath the caption but like that was after the video had already died down or whatever and then i think somebody from that team explained that oh sorry explained that oh sorry it was um they didn't know that it was just the video editor who came up with an idea and they were like oh yeah sure let's do it i was like that's fine but they're not even the first people there's a video i made in fact there are too many examples um of nigerian artists that have exploited my ideas or stuff so um yeah and and, I, and i've noticed for example that these guys um you know these guys now that we create what's their name um Ikoro Ikoro Boys. Mm-hmm. yes do you know that those guys have been doing this thing since since god knows when yes a few people like it a few people love it but it was until mm-hmm. international media mm-hmm. you know stumbled on their work that they really, really, really blew up. And then Nigerians were now like, oh, who are these guys, you know, jumping on um, their work? And there's so much dedication and hard work that goes into what they do. So it's like, see, leave this thing. They were doing videos for a lot of Nigerian artists. Some of them would just retweet, not really repost it or do anything like that. They made um, for, what's that guy, Roddy Rich? Roddy Rich and like he posted it like so many artists out of Nigeria mm-hmm. that their work like they literally would post the full video but no Nigerian artists is to be begging them up and down and I'm not really someone that knows how to kiss ass I don't really know how to do it like I will tell you exactly how I feel regardless of who you are and and yeah that's I, I would not be rude about it but I would let you know that this is how you have made me feel you know um and yeah, and I guess it's also just based off not really fearing a lot of things. Um, so yeah, I believe that Nigerians only jump on things, mostly jump on things when international media jumps on it. Yeah, and and, and it's really and it's really surprising, you know, because they they tell you to keep creating, like like in like in the Nigerian space now, and they'll tell you create create but you see that people don't really show as much love except you know someone abroad 
sees it, likes it, hypes it up, and then oh wow, see yeah. um, the Americans are onto this thing. Wow, it, it's I I I don't know how that mindset works. That you have like someone outside your country has to like something before you like it. I've never really understood it. Like I mean, you are supposed to just see good art and say this is good art. Yeah, like you wouldn't die if you like. It wouldn't cost you any. Asha was the first person to repost my, like, actually repost, like, take the video, download the video, post it, and credit me, and even text me. Like, she was the first person to do that. And it was like, okay, it's not like I'm even looking for validation, but validation is also nice. <laughs> it's nice to know that, oh, my work is admired by people. It's nice to know that. Um, but yeah, I'm not, definitely. yeah, I'm not going out to look for it. Yeah, sure. And, and that's something I always say too, because most times I admire content creators because for people who create, if you are creating content too, you know what it means to like create content. And I'm not a content creator. <laughs> I don't know if you're a content creator. <laughs> Videos are content. Writing is content. But I no, it it does not. It does not have to be a label, though. It's just for people who create anything, you don't have to like label yourself. But but for people who create, yeah, what, what, is, what does content creator huh? What does content creator mean? A content creator is basically someone who creates something and puts it online for people. That means that my everybody is a content creator because if if um let me see if your mom takes a selfie and posts it online, she's a content creator. Definitely, that's that that everybody's a content creator. Yeah, so you can tag content creator if everybody's. A, I mean, in that case, <laughs> I don't know. Well, sure. that, don't that, know. That, that, that's a good argument, actually. That's a good argument, and it's not it's something that I, I didn't think through. But yeah, before you go, I'll just ask you one question, and then I'll leave the room. Like I'll leave the space for you to like say anything you want. I usually ask anybody that comes on this podcast one very weird question. Are you ready to hear it? Yeah, sure. What's the meaning of life? Uh, well, I don't know. Just vibes, man. Vibes. That's life. Life is vibes. Simple. <laughs> I'm not the best person to ask that one. The meaning of life is vibes. Because if you don't think of it like that, you will just die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Cool, that's that's the shortest response I've ever have. So I'll leave. I'll allow you now for just one minute. Say whatever you want to say to my audience. Anything you want to tell them at all, where they can find you. Just tell them anything that you feel like they should know. So go on. My name is Kotsi. If you just search for Kotsi, you would know which one is me in the name of Jesus. Um. Yeah, what else? Um, am I supposed to say like inspirational, motivational tip stuff? Or I don't have anything. Sleep, oh, sleep is very good. Make sure you sleep because if you don't sleep, your body will not give you the kind of work it needs to give you. You know, so you better sleep. I'm talking to myself because I need to sleep. So, yeah, what's it going to sleep? That's very good. I, I'm glad I had you on the podcast. I'm glad, I'm glad we had to do this conversation and to be nice conversation.
thank you very much for listening to the end. Don't forget to leave a five-star review. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to subscribe. See you next week. And until then, stay curious.